Hi everybody and welcome back to Chester's Book Club starring Chester and Mummy. No. No. Mummy and uh, everything snuggling. Everything? So everybody in the entire world is here? No. Everything on the TV screen and everyone in the world and everyone in this house. Oh. Every- and, and everyone in, in, in every school. This podcast must be getting so popular knows. because every time we record it, more and more people seem to be here instead of Chester. Where's Chester gone? Is he one of the many people here? No. Where is he? He's in holidays. On holidays again. I feel like he spends his whole life on holidays. Whereabouts is he at the moment? In the middle of Antarctica. In the middle of Antarctica? What's he doing there? Actually, he's in the jungle. He's in the jungle. Well, that's a bit of opposite to what middle of Antarctica. What's he doing in the jungle? He's camping there. Camping, huh. Well, I hope he's having fun. Now, today we are reading Gigantosaurus, The Last Dragonfly, because Penny wrote to us and asked if we would read a Gigantosaurus book. So we requested a couple from the library and Chester's been very excited. We've never actually heard of Gigantosaurus, so it might it seems it's a TV show, so he's probably going to want to watch it now. And Gigantosaurus is by Johnny Duddle. Let's get started. Could you maybe stop clicking that pen? Because it might be quite annoying if you're a listener and you can hear the click, 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 click. Right. Is this the first page? Yep, okay. I want to get into the grotto and you want to eat me. There are three dinosaurs and... Oh no, there's a dinosaur hanging out of a like a Venus flytrap type looking plant. Mazu was on a mission to find a way into a secret grotto. There was, What's a grotto? Um, like a cave kind of thing. Um, there was just one thing standing in her way, a giant dinosaur eating plant. In a split second, Mazu found herself hanging upside down by her tail. I really don't think that plant wants to be friends with you, called Tiny. I'll save you, Rocky cried heroically. But Mazu didn't need saving. It was all part of her plan. The plant spat Mazu out, setting off a series of traps and clearing a path to the grotto's entrance. I'm about to sneeze, I think. Oh, no, no, it went away. Um, Now to get what I came for, said Mazu, walking into the mysterious grotto. I know you're in here somewhere. The little dino searched among the thick moss, hanging vines and strange flowers. At last she heard a fluttering sound in the corner and her face lit up. Mazu reached into the shadows and a beautiful blue and yellow dragonfly hopped onto her hand. Am I pleased to see you? Mazu's friends were waiting for her down by the river. When she came out of the grotto, they were very surprised to see that all she had found was a dragonfly. You risked being a plant food for a bug? They wandered along the riverbank with the little bug riding on Mazu's tail. You know, Mazu, you'll do anything for science, said Tiny. This dragonfly isn't just any bug, Mazu exclaimed. She's the last of her kind and she's ready to have babies. If I don't find her a safe spot to lay her eggs, she'll go extinct. Do you know what that means, extinct? No. No, it means that they don't exist anymore. Suddenly, well, they just die out when they they stop making babies, and then there's none left. Suddenly, two raptors, Totor and Craw, sped past and snatched the bug. 
Did she say it stinks? It smells okay to me. The two sneaky raptors had stolen the dragonfly and they weren't about to return her anytime soon. Give me back that dragonfly, Mazu yelled angrily. She's very rare. But the raptors leapt out of reach and waved the insect in the air to tease the little dinosaurs. Not many of them. Hard to find. Give her back. Rare? Then we're totally keeping it. Mazu thought fast. If you give me back that dragonfly, I'll um give you something even rarer, a scale from Giganto. You'd have to be the bravest dino on the planet to do that, sneered Craw. The raptor sniggered and turned back towards the jungle. You get us the scale, Craw shouted over her shoulder, and you can have the dragonfly back. The challenge was set. Now Mazu had to find Gigantosaurus. While the others searched for Giganto, Bill found something he liked better. Yummy yellow honey dripping from a dino bee nest. I don't think Giganto's up there, laughed Tiny, as a drip landed in Bill's mouth. That's just a bunch of bees. Mmm, it's so gooey. As the friends walked on, they heard a strange humming noise behind them, and it was getting closer. Uh Uh-oh, Bill had disturbed the dino bees. The friends sprinted through the jungle to get away from the swarm of bees. They came to a sudden stop when they bumped into something big and green with very large teeth. Gigantosaurus! When he's asleep. Giganto was sleeping. Mazu couldn't believe her luck. This was her big chance. How are you going to get one of his scales? asked Rocky. I'm just going to go right right up and take one, decided Mazu. Giganto had so many scales he probably wouldn't even notice. Mazu slowly tiptoed up the sleeping dinosaur. What are scales? Um, like the skin. What's the skin? You know, like a snake? You know how like the skin's that funny pattern? Scales and it helps them move. Um, just the whole over over the whole dinosaur. See how they're like the little, oh, I keep banging the microphone, the little squares and shapes there. That's Mm -hmm. meant to be the scales. Mazu slowly tiptoed up the sleeping dinosaur, reached out her hand, and Giganto opened one eye. Mazu hurried back to safely of her, the safety of her friends. I was too scared when I got up close, she sighed. I'll have to try from further away. Mazu thought quickly. How could she get hold of one of Giganto's scales from a distance? When she spotted a hanging vine and a sharp rock nearby, she had an idea. I'm going to swing this vine over Giganto, she explained, trying to rock trying tying the rock to the end of the vine the rock will cut the scale right off his back she swung the vine around her head and practiced catching a flower but as she looked down at the sharp rock mazu realized something wait she said worried what if giganto can get hurt just like us mazu needed to find another way to get a scale from giganto she wasn't going to give up her dragonfly friend hey do you know i've got an idea she could just ask giganto do you think that would be a good idea? Yeah, rather than trying to steal the scale. Anyway, the dinos followed Giganto to the crevice. While he chewed on a bone, Mazu came up with a plan. Your head is right in the way of me reading the words. <laughs> she carefully tied two long sticks together to make a grabbing device. I'm going to use this grabber to peel a scale off his back, she exclaimed. Explained. Mazu edged her way towards Giganto, but the grabber was too heavy. It fell to the ground with a crash at Giganto's feet. Giganto growled in surprise and his bone tumbled down into the crevice. Ah, you can do it, Mazu. 
Gigantosaurus looked very cross. He had lost his lunch. Everything I've tried has failed, Mazu groaned in despair. Don't give up, urged Rocky. You can fail loads of times and still succeed. Ah. Bill nodded. That ah. I know, that's what it says. Good reading. Bill nodded. That little dragonfly is counting on you. Her friends were right. Feeling determined, Mazu picked up her grubber and ran back to the crevice. At least she might be able to save Giganto's lunch. Mazu carefully lifted the bone out and pushed it towards Giganto. I'm sorry, I just wanted a scale. Giganto didn't look so cross anymore and he stomped away to eat in peace. But it still hadn't solved their other problem. I'll never get the dragonfly back, Mazu said sadly. Mazu's friends weren't used to seeing her upset. She was such a brainy dino, they knew um, smart. They knew she'd think of a way. She just needed to use her head. Back in the jungle, the raptors had left the dragonfly inside a small cage made of twigs and gone off to make more mischief. Toto spotted a suspicious looking vine stretched across the path. It's probably one of Mazu's crazy traps, he smirked. The raptors jumped over the vine and landed on a rock that tipped up. Look at that. We'll show her who's smarter. Uh Uh-oh, they yelled. Within seconds, the pair were tied up and dangling from a tree. Mazu leapt out from her hiding place and rushed over to free the dragonfly. The little creature flew into the air and then settled happily on her rescuer's hand. You did it, Mazu, cheered her friends. They knew she would find a way. Your smart idea saved the day. Let's get you to a safe place to lay your eggs, says Mazu. I guess I didn't need Giganto scale after Oose. After all, said Mazu thoughtfully. But imagine if I had managed to get one. Just then the ground began to shake. Giganto was back. He peered down at Mazu and then rubbed his back against a tree as if he was scratching an itch. A single scale fell to the ground. Thank you, says Mazu. There's the scale falling down. A little later, Mazu was lying on the bank of the river, watching proudly as the dragonfly eggs hatched. Around Mazu's neck was a very special scale necklace. Welcome to the world. A tiny baby dragonfly fluttered into the air and soon there was another and another. Mazu skipped after them happily. She had tried her very best and now the dragonfly species was saved. Can I wear Giganto's scale now? begged Bill. Please? You sure can, said Mazu. I'm Gigantosaurus, roared Bill, showing off. I'm not scared of anything. He squealed with fright as another of the little bugs buzzed by. Uh, Except for baby dragonflies. Actually, I kind of made that sound wrong, didn't I? He squealed with fright as another of the little bugs buzzed by. Except for baby dragonflies, giggled tiny. The end. He was pretending to be Gigantosaurus, but he was scared of a dragonfly, a baby dragonfly. Well, thanks for recommending that book, Poppy. Did you like that, Chester? Gigantosaurus? Yes. Are you going to talk? If you're not talking, I'm not reading. All right. Well, if you have a book you would like us to read, you can email us at chestersbookclub at gmail.com. We love getting your emails. We love requesting books from the library and reading the new ones on the podcast. So email us and we hope you liked today's episode and we will see you soon. Are you going to say bye? See you next time. Bye. Shouldn't there be so many people saying bye considering you said like everyone (laughs) off TV was here? Can you say bye? Bye, 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 bye.
No? Shaking head. All right. I guess I've gone very quiet. We'll see you next time. Thank you.